Look, one thing that I could confirm is that if you two played together, you would shoot those scores that Daniel Nisbet shot, <laughs> but you may not have made it to the back nine. He played all 72 holes, and, uh, and, and look, he shot 63 the first round, 62 yesterday. Um, the, although the, the winds were down, the rough was down, the golf courses maybe couldn't have played too much easier. They cut the holes the same size. You still had to get it in there. And um, for a young guy that's, well, I'll put it this way, when I was putting doing my pre-tournament preparation, he wasn't a name that sprung to mind as being the champion at the end of it. But yesterday he looked like a world champion. And Pil Kadaris, who finished second, Phil, had a bogey-free tournament. I think he had 17 pars. How come he couldn't make those steps yesterday to ensure that he had enough birdies? Oh, it was a, a, a case of kind of looking over your shoulder yesterday, unfortunately, for Terry Pilgadaris. He, he took that five-shot lead going into into the last round and, as you say, didn't, didn't set a foot wrong, um, but was mostly looking over his shoulder and cozying the putts up to the hole as opposed to continuing to play aggressively like he did the previous days, he kind of left the door open. Someone shot 62 and, and, and kind of shot on by. And, you know, Tiger Woods, you know, who's most probably the best closer in the game, always, you know, had a goal on the last day. If I can shoot two or three or four under with any sort of lead, it puts the pressure back on the pursuers. And unfortunately, Pilkadaris couldn't kind of shut the door. And, um, and, and, and there's a bit, look, what, seven birdies and an eagle on the final day? That's most probably going to get it done, doesn't matter how far back you are. The two big names from New Zealand both missed the cut. Ryan Fox at six under and Michael Hendry at four under. If you'd said to those guys before the tournament, that's how you will be after two rounds, would they have taken it? Yeah, they were certainly thought they would have got a couple more rounds anyway. Yeah. Uh, a couple more were shots at it. And look, we had record setting play the whole week. It wasn't just Nisbet. It was, you know, there's a, a course record on... On day two, uh, a, a record low cut at seven under par, 27 under par was a, a tournament record eclipse from Cal Nagel back in 1964. I mean, it's uh, the game's not that easy. It, it is not that easy, but it was played um, in a manner over the last couple of days by a number of different players. Not not only are we talking about Ryan Fox and, and Michael Hendry, I mean, Nick Vogue shot 20 under par, a young Kiwi just starting out in his professional career, and 20 and I would have won it last year. He just squeaked, squeaked into the top 10 this year. So um, there was a whole heap of great play over the last couple of days. Uh, the format was a success. The tournament was a success. And I don't know where we go from here. 27 under par, that's pretty spectacular play. Well, they won't be able to match that. I guess next year, Phil. So, given the conditions, given the benign conditions, will maybe the pin placements a little easier over the weekend? Well, look, it's, a, it's it's one of those situations where we're pro am format here and amateurs in the field. So, you, you don't want to make it too arduous for them. Otherwise, no one wins. Um, you can't toughen up a golf course enough for for professional golfers nowadays. They find a way to find the hole. It doesn't matter where you put it. Even if you put it in the bunkers, they'd find it there and and, and make birdies. Um, but it was just about the wind. It was about the conditions. We didn't have hardly a breath over the the last couple of days. It was like playing, it was like playing in four size bar, mate. It was like playing inside. No, uh, no conditions to deal with, and and they just shot lights out. As good as it is being in Queenstown for an entire weekend, Phil, you didn't get a chance to go to Eden Park to see your beloved Chiefs. You missed the Wilder fight yesterday. You missed the Williamson Century. Tough life, eh? Other stuff has happened in the world. I did catch the the Chiefs win with my mum, a Blues supporter, sitting right alongside. Conversation wasn't much after that. 
I did catch the Williamson century and that was an absolute shocking finish, unfortunately, for the Black Caps. But the Wilder fight, I did miss that one. I did miss did, some well, other sport on the, on the tally over the weekend. Has your mum got any answer for the Blues? Just one solution? No. No, she's got nothing. <laughs> she's got absolutely nothing. Um, they can you know, find a way to lose anything, unfortunately, the Blues. But I'm not, I'm not throwing any stones because I tell you what, so who are I um the halfback? I think he might have some, you know, kicking the ball out lessons. Maybe Andy Ellis can help him with that.